Welcome to the Startup Grind Podcast. Startup Grind is the world's largest independent startup community. Inspiring, educating, and connecting millions of entrepreneurs across the globe in partnership with Google for Startups. These are the stories of disruptors, innovators, and game changers from the fastest high-growth companies and venture capital firms in existence. Join us as we unpack their strategies, learn from their mistakes, and grow together. There's no time to wait, so let's begin. Hey all, Chris Jonu, your buddy from Melbourne, back on the mic. This is, of course, the Startup Grind Global Podcast, and proud to bring you this one. It's another big one. I'm not kidding. $20 billion market cap. We have founder and CEO of Zoom, Eric Yuan, friend of Startup Grind, and a billionaire businessman, Eric Yuan. Zoom, of course, being the cloud-based video communications tool, taking the world by storm, and one of the most successful IPOs of the year. Incredible story. And we have him being interviewed by another friend of Startup Grind, Jim Scheinman, who is an incredible investor, has five unicorns to his name, including Tango Bebo. Remember Bebo? Had a major sale to uh, America Online for 850 mil. Cruise and, of course, Zoom and then NBCI. And then just a smaller $360 million check from Intuit with the acquisition of check. It's barely worth putting on the CV there, Jim. 360 mil. Just kidding, mate. This is incredible. And my favorite line from Jim's bio is a one-liner, literally one sentence. Jim has stood up in his blood. Jim has stood up in his blood. I reckon get rid of everything else and just send people that one line. It is fantastic. Jim has stood up in his blood. So Jim Scheinman interviewing Eric Yuan, global superstar and founder of Zoom. Enjoy. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Okay, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for um, spending some time with us this morning, uh, sharing some wisdom with uh, these great entrepreneurs. Uh, it's great uh, to be here again at Startup Grind. It's my third year in a row. Um, and it's first, I want to start with uh, congratulations on your recent round with Sequoia leading a $100 million investment, uh, making Zoom the newest unicorn, billion dollars. Uh, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, and I know that you don't really like to focus on that because really you guys are just heads down on the product, but it is something to celebrate. Uh, so first thing I want to do is start with your background and uh, let everyone know what you were doing before you decided to start Zoom. Yeah, sure. So I started a company in 2011. So prior to finding Zoom, I was at Cisco for several years. And I was uh, Cisco's corporate vice president responsible for Cisco's overall collaboration software development. So prior to that, obviously, you know, I came to Cisco as part of the WebEx acquisition, and I was uh, one of the first several founding engineers, and ultimately, I became vice president of engineering. If some of you are still using WebEx, you know, the buggy code I wrote in 1998 is still running there, so be careful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyway, so I'm stuck in this uh, real-time collaboration business for almost 20 years. Nice. You know, and... One of the things that I hear over again, and again, that happened this morning, I met a good friend, uh, and he mentioned to me, that I was telling him I was coming here to talk with you, and he said, I love Zoom, it's changed, he's a consulting business, changed the way that we, we operate, but how, and he said, you know, it's amazing that in a world, in 2011, when you guys launched, when there was, you know, WebEx and Skype, um, and, and some other folks uh, go to meeting, uh, you know, how is Zoom? How is Zoom able to be successful? It seemed like you know, game over, yeah. right? I think you're right on. So you know, back then, b- 
before I started a company, for sure, I, I talked with quite a few of my friends, also other you know, advisors. You know, all of them told me that this market is too crowded. You know, don't do it. There's so many other products out there already. And however, I spend all the time talking with customers. I found one thing very interesting. None of those customers, they are happy about the product they are using today. You know, no matter WebEx or, or GoToMeeting or Skype, you know, they just do not feel happy. And I asked them why. They, they told me all the kinds of reasons. I realized, you know, if customers, they are not happy about the solution, that means you have opportunity. If you can build something customers really love, enjoy using that product, I think you could build a very good sustainable business. That's how we started. And for the first two years, you know, we did not do anything. You know, around 50 engineers, we were just heads down to the product side, you know, fully focused on the platform side. We truly believe if you can build a product customers really love, better than any other solutions, no matter how crowded that market it is, you have a great opportunity. I think you know, Zoom also proved that. So. It's right. It, you know what I hear over and over again? It just works. It's so easy to use, and it just works. Um, one, I think one of the advantages also could be that at the time, 2010, 2011, the mobile devices were starting to take over. So you had a new platform that these old products really weren't built for. And you guys were able to do your technology to work much better for these new products, is that? Absolutely. See, you know, take iPhone, for example, right? How to optimize that iPhone experience? You know, quite often, you know, our team, we are, you know, writing assembling language, you know, to optimize our product experience. That's why, compared to any other solutions, I mean, like iPhone or any other mobile phone experience, you know, we know for sure why our product is better. That's why when customers, they try our product, they will say, wow. This one is better. You know, that's why you know, soon this switched to our platform, so one by one. The other day, you know, it's really transformed the way that we operate at Maven. We, we meet hundreds of entrepreneurs from around the world now, that, and even around the United States, we don't have to travel to. We use Zoom, and it's, it's as if we're there. The other day, we were lit- I was literally in the car. We had an emergency call. There was a very hot company. It was in Israel. They were on their laptop in Israel on a Wi-Fi network. I was on my cell phone driving in my car on the 3G, uh, and we had someone else on their iPad in somewhere else in San Francisco, and it just worked seamlessly. Yeah. So spe- speaking of travel, so the three years ago, after our, our product were ready, I promised to my wife, I only travel twice a year for business travel. You know, or three years now, it proved it's okay. You know, and uh, I would say you should do the same thing, but I only travel here once for this Starbucks uh, grid. You know, just uh, one more travel, it's good enough. Just the other time, just use Zoom. So. Yeah, it's, it's been, you know, just a lot more efficient using Zoom. Um, so one of the things that we have a lot of entrepreneurs here, um, they're working hard to achieve their dreams. And it'd be great if you can share some, you know, tips and best practices of, you know, how you've been able to achieve some success, some things that, as they're thinking of early in their product development, um, around investors, anything that you could think of that could be helpful to them. Sure. So I think, uh, in retrospect, I think two things, I think this is probably, you know, uh, the, the tips I got from some others also think it is really, you know, useful is, uh, first of all, if you have a great, you know, product background, you know, you do not need to find a co-founder. You can do it by yourself. It will save you a lot of time down the road because otherwise, every day you need to hang out with your co-founder, convince him, her. You know, I think talk about a strategy. I think you can do that if you have a great you know, product background and focus on the product side. 
you know, whenever the product is ready, you can hire a VP sales or VP marketing to help you. So meaning the sole founder, you know, in my case, I'm a sole founder. I, I think it's, you know, looking back, I think it's still the right thing to do. You do not need to follow, you know, other investors told you, you've got to have a co-founder. I, I don't believe that. So that's the first thing. The second one is, uh, you know, there's so many VCs out there, you know, as how to find the right VC, right partner, it's, it's, it's tricky. You know, I, I would say, in, in my case, uh, I always wanted to look for those investors who would like to invest in me and not in my business. Because my business can be up and down, I can pivot any time down the road. If I pick up investors who would like to invest in the business, guess what? Down the road, they will have some conflict, right? So all those early investors, you know, I, I talked to, they just, I'll give you one example. The two of the very, you know, I think very good angel investors, after the start of the business, almost one year, they still do not know what I'm doing. And see, I, I just trust you, do whatever you think right, you know, just focus on that, so. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we should talk a little bit about the, the founder, co-founder issue, because one of the things that, you know, we do here and we see at Maven is often having a co-founder can be very helpful. And I'm wondering if it's also, I mean, I think single founders clearly work. I was reading the other day, I think NYC, it's like 10% of their successful companies are single founders. So there are examples of it. You know, I think 30 or 40% are two founders. That's usually the sweet spot. And because it's nice to have that person who's there in the trenches with you. I'm just wondering if your example is a little bit different because you've already, you had already been through this process at WebEx. You were very early uh, and, and a senior in the engineering team. Um, and you were also very technical. So as a technical single founder with some experience, I think you have a better chance of significant success. But if it was your first time around, maybe having that co-founder partner could be helpful. Would, how would you? I, I agree with you, but also you got to believe, right? So you know, if you have a, in a product background, I would say you know, for the first one year or two years before your product ready, I would say just uh, you know, hire engineer team or product team focus on product side. That's the most important thing. You do not need to have a co-founder at that time. So, but for sure, is uh, the pressure is high, right? Yeah. Just uh, you know, yeah. And for us, you know, as an early investor uh, working with you from the very beginning at Zoom, you know, we we generally do consumer software, and this was a little bit different because you eventually your plan was always to be a big enterprise SaaS you know play, which you've achieved. Um, um, but, but you know, you welcomed us as an investor because we had something value to add, which was you really wanted to make this so easy to use. Even someone who is a Facebook user could just push a button and it works. And that's kind of our expertise, right? And yep. you kind of had specific investors in mind as you were thinking about who could be helpful and what piece of the puzzle. Um, and it was also fun to work with you on the name of the company. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of the name, that's interesting. So... And back then, so we, we tried to figure out what's the company name, you know, six months before we launched the product. And literally, it took me six months. I still cannot figure out a good name. Every day, I spend some time trying to come up with a new name. But uh, sometimes, even my, my son, he told me that that, that name is really horrible, you know. <laughs> and uh, I sort of gave up. You know, one week before we launched the product, I still do not know what's the product name, a company name. And I called Jim over the weekend. Uh, Jim, I'm stuck now. Can you please do me a favor, figure out a name? That's why the, the whole Zoom, the name came up. So, and that's why when you pick up the, 
you know, investors or advisors, you know, make sure, you know, you know, when and how they can help you down the road, right? Either from marketing side, business side, sales side, and even R&D side. So make sure you, you think about in the future what kind of problem you can have. And then find those investors, find those advisors. It's really important. Those investors, advisors may not help you on day one, but they are going to help you in the, you know, in the future. So that's very, very important. You've got to plan very well. So um, what do you see for Zoom? I mean, you've, you've done so well. well. We'll share a few of the numbers that are, you've shared publicly. Um, what do you see for Zoom in the next year, and, and how do you see the company growing over the next three to five years? Uh, you know, frankly speaking, you know, I, I, I never thought about, thought about like three years out or five years out. So one thing we know every day we focus on is how to make sure, you know, deliver happiness to our customers. You know, if you ask me what's the goal for next year, I would say deliver more happiness to our customers. You know, we do not focus on spending too much time getting a new customers, new prospect. Really focus on making sure our existing customers are very happy. So that's our goal. And we do not have a specific goal like uh, in three years out, what, what should you do? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. So it's hard to say. So. But you, you plan, this is a standalone business, just keep growing, delighting customers. Um, can we share some of the numbers, how many business customers you have today? And these are very sure, large sure. companies. Yeah, we have over half a million you know, unique business, business domains. Half a million unique business domains. Yes. In, yeah. And that's not including the millions of individuals who no, use the product. No, no, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. This is such a business domains. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's phenomenal. And how many, approximately, how many annual minutes do you think that... So based on the, the daily the minutes, so the annual minutes is around 18 billion. Yeah. 18 billion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And have you, in your, the technology scaling, uh, I mean, the team is growing to accommodate this? Yeah, that's for, for sure. That's why, you know, we spent two years full of, you know, we did not do anything. So before we build the product, we want to make sure on day one, your architecture got to be scalable. You know, otherwise down the road, we have so many users, you try to scale your backend, it's too late. You know, on day one, you better have a right architecture. That's why it took us, you know, two years. So for now, you know, we do not have any scalability issues. It's never failed for me. I mean, it always works, which is phenomenal. And, and maybe there was like one time where, you know, in the old technologies with the WebExes and the Skypes, you just used to this jerky motion, right? And, but I've been using Zoom for now, you know, two or three years exclusively. And once for like a second, there was a little jerky motion. I emailed you about it. You had someone on the team get on it right away. I mean, it, it's amazing the customer service and the product attention you guys give to this. You know, if you guys ever have any issues, you should let them know. They fix it right there. It's incredible. And I think that's one of the, you know, secrets of your success. You take all that feedback, new yeah. features, suggestions very seriously but because that's a part of the you know I would say the end-to-end user experience you got to make sure your customer happy not only for product side almost for every interaction your users they interact with your team make sure they feel wow I can count on this company I trust this business I really enjoy talking with anyone from this company I think that's overall end-to-end user experience that's really important yeah, well and you as the founder and CEO have set that culture and the tone of, uh, and everybody in the company behaves that way. There was, I got a, a marketing email from Zoom recently. There was a link that wasn't working. It, you know, like the head of marketing got on that right away. Like that's the kind of attention to detail that yeah. makes companies billion dollar businesses. Yeah. So in early days, right, every time, whenever the paid customer, they cancel the service, I always personally reply back. 
even recently I still do that, but a little bit slow because uh, you know there's too many other things. But for the uh, for the first several three years, in every cancellation, I personally reply back because you really want to understand why the customer they canceled, and also make sure you understand the problem. And quite often I found after that, those customers who canceled later on, you know, became our very loyal customers. Of course, refer to a lot of other customers. That's a very very good, I think, uh, investment. Speaking of referral, we'll t- we have a few like a couple minutes, but we were talking with uh, Derek earlier, right before we got on, and it seems like Startup Grind is now, you know, all from organic growth using Zoom, which is fantastic, and I think there'll be maybe some interesting partnership opportunities between Zoom and Startup Grind going forward. Um, and, it, and again, it wasn't like you were out there calling out, they just, someone on the team found it and told everyone else, this is much better than WebEx and Skype and, uh, you know, go to meeting, let's use this. And it just spreads like that, which is phenomenal. Uh, you have some plans to grow in Europe in particular, and I know Startup Grind is very big there. Is it, um, you know, is, do you want to talk a little bit about how that, you know, the kind of people you might be looking yeah, sure, to sure. hire there? So when we started, you know, we primarily we focus on North America, but we do see a lot of users coming from UK, in Germany, France. I think this year we are going to aggra- aggressively expand into the European countries because you know many users users already order there. I think uh, you know we are going to hire a team over there, local team for sales, sales engineers, support team, support, and also customer success manager as well. I think, you know, overall, this is our uh, 2017 plan. Nice. And um, Eric has generously agreed to stay for about 15 or 20 minutes to, we couldn't do Q&A in this forum, but you'll stay maybe uh, outside to chat if anyone has any questions or want to learn more about these opportunities in Europe. Um, I just want to end by saying that, you know, it's been an honor to work with you and help and watch you really build this incredible business. Uh, I think you're a great example of uh, success of entrepreneurship in, in Silicon Valley. Um, and I personally love when the good guys win. And you definitely are one of the good guys. So let's uh, give Eric and Zoom a great congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. To keep up to date with all things Startup Grind, visit us at startupgrind.com or join us at an event in a city near you. Until next time, chase the vision and keep hustling.